1: Geico presents Motorcycle Word of the Day. Today's word is gremlin. Is a gremlin an unknown and persistent mechanical issue? Or is it something large that gets caught in your teeth when you ride with your mouth open?
0: As in... Man, I gotta stop singing 80s power ballads when I ride. Ugh, keep getting gremlins in my teeth. See? Geico
1: Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: Thunders, drastically so. uh, this is DC On Screen. Every week
0: Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it.
1: Welcome into DC On Screen episode 517. I'm your host David Z. Robertson. This is a special episode to commemorate the 25th anniversary of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I uh, finally got to see this film on the big screen Monday night. And uh, I was blown away. I was really happy with it. And also, I was in fantastic company. Scott of the Suicide Squad cast was there. And my wife, Bethany, who has never seen this movie before. Or any part of Batman the Animated Series. So, we get to hear her first impressions of the universe. Which turned out to be pretty interesting. Uh, Apologies for the quality of the cast. We recorded it on my phone, in our car. I think it turned out pretty good. uh, Well, considering it's also kind of funny that we can't have a podcast with Scott without it being in a freaking car after a movie. Um, (laughs) one more thing of note at some point, uh, we're talking about the animated series technique of, uh, painting bright colors on black paper, uh, to achieve, you know, the aesthetic of the show. And I mentioned kind of a half-assed remembrance of something I'd heard about the production of the black paper killing animators And we couldn't figure out how production of black paper was killing anyone, much less animators. Animators? Animators. Um, (laughs) Scott even says he's going to Google it. Uh, I don't know if he did, but I'll save you guys the trouble. The Kevin Smith podcast, Fat Man on Batman, is called Fat Man Beyond Now, Episode 7. Around the 59-minute mark, Bruce Timm explains that the only did bright paint on black paper early on and switched to a new technique that mimicked the look uh, because it was made clear that the chemical fumes from the required airbrushing was making all the animators really sick. Makes a lot more sense. So that's what I'm trying to like spit out of my stupid maw. And uh, (laughs) that is it. I hope you enjoy the review. (laughs) Alright, I'm David C. Robertson here with Scott of the Squadcast. Hello. And my wife, Bethany. Hey. And we have just watched Batman Mask of the Phantasm, the the, fat, bleh, the Fathom event. The Phantasm event. <laughs> I know, it, it seems appropriate though. <laughs> yeah, uh, we finally got to see this thing in theaters. Both Scott and I had the, the same experience as a kid, going, Oh, Batman Anime Series on the big screen. And then we didn't get it
0: was there for like a week. Well, it's also, you know, we were 11, and I'm sorry, if your family's like mine, we don't go to the movies over Christmas. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, you didn't do that.
1: Yeah, you know, and I was envious a little bit of uh, of Matt, of the MCU cast. His family were like, we're going to have dinner and go to the
0: movies. It's Christmas. <laughs> that's, no, no, that's not how my family worked. It's, my family still doesn't work like that. Nothing's changed in 25 years. Yeah, we don't go to the movies.
1: We're like, what? We have to sit around opening gifts and talking for 38 hours <laughs> oh all right and bethany has never seen it this is her first uh, foray into the paul dini batman the animated series universe
2: it was my first time and i don't know what i was doing when it originally came out as far as i can recall i had no idea it existed
0: such a sad <laughs> sad life you must i have know played you did not ha- you didn't grow up with batman the animated series in your life you were so deprived I know,
2: it's really weird. I mean, I was into lots of nerdy stuff.
0: Yeah, I've seen her old (laughs) old room.
1: She had plenty of toys and stuff from all, like, everything. Everything in the 90s. I
2: was probably just watching Jim.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I understood that reference.
1: (laughs) She even has a Spider-Man animated series figure in her
0: room at home. (laughs) But not Batman the Animated Series. Okay, so I have to ask. I know I'm going to be asking your wife, but it's good. So, Bethany. You've you've never experienced the Batman the Animated Series at all until this movie tonight. You have no. never seen this movie, and the first time you get to see it is on the big screen. First impressions.
2: Okay, first impressions. I think it was a cool story, but it was super, super 90s. It was... Wow. <laughs> Honestly, it was... Uh slightly tough to get through but I still thought I know sorry I thought it was still a good story though and what
1: what made it tough
2: I don't know I think it's I think it's maybe different because I I didn't have any kind of like great memories watching the series or like watching the movie as a kid or something like maybe it's sort of like like when you went to see the labyrinth the first time a Uh few months ago with me and my mom yeah yeah, and like my mom and I were like, "Yes, a Phantom event! We can watch Labyrinth on the big screen. This is great! This is great!" And we were just like, me and my mom were geeking out the whole time, like singing all the songs. And you slept through like two thirds of it.
0: <laughs> okay, well, so so there is no denying that Dave and I definitely have nostalgia on our side because we've yeah. we've we've been watching this for twenty well, the show for twenty six years yeah. now. And I remember renting this from a movie gallery on VHS to watch it in my house. That's awesome. So, yeah, I I carry that with it. So, but I've never thought about what it's like for someone who has, as an adult, mm-hmm. and has never experienced the animated series. At all, right? What it must yeah. be like. So this this is actually this is interesting to me. It's like a case study. It's like hmm.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I've I've heard Dave talk about the animated series a lot. I've heard a lot of talk about um, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Like it was it was cool to hear them voicing those roles. I mean, it was awesome to hear mark hamill
1: yeah you, you poor Joker. soul that was this is what you hear like daily like we wake up and i'm oh, just going okay. nah, kevin conroy
2: it's all right i'm not a poor soul that, that, that's how i
1: wake up i'm just
2: like
0: okay. muttering mark hamill
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so okay I, I, have a, I have a question for you okay so what did you think about the animated series—it's called Dark Deco. But what did you think about the animation style that mm. is indicative of the animated series?
2: I thought it was interesting.
0: Elaborate. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I—I don't know. I think it's—I think it's cool. I—I—I um, I, I don't know. It made it feel more like like y kind of like feeling. Like film noir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was cool.
1: Did you pick up on like the? Did you pick up or did you like the how out of uh, time it was?
2: Mm.
1: Like Bruce watching the black and white TV, but he's right. you know got a plane from the future. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All the, we have gangsters in like three piece suits. Yeah. You know, with the Tommy guns.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was really neat. I, yeah. I really like that style. I, I like it when um, TV shows or movies do that kind of stuff. Like, um, like Gotham and yes. then, <laughs> yeah. and then Riverdale. Mm-hmm. It's neat. It's really cool. I like that. Um, I was just like, like a weird part of me was just really geeking out over the Gotham World Fair. <laughs> ah, yes. it is so cool it's yeah. so so cool and i think i enjoyed it even more like seeing the broken down part of it mm-hmm. and then that was just sort of like where joker hung out that was just kind of like his <laughs> office <laughs> it was really neat like i want i want to go there
0: <laughs> it was cool all right uh i just enjoyed singing the, like it worked on the big screen yeah like, it, like, i think it did And you're talking about, and and for me, it's like, I I cannot count how many times I've watched this movie, Mm -hmm. but it's always been on a TV. You know, TV of varying sizes, but still (laughs) just a TV and to go, when they finally got the lights turned off, about like five minutes into the movie. And, but to have it on the big screen, in the dark, with that amazing Shirley Walker score playing on like theater speakers, it was like, yes, this is what (laughs) I wanted. I was was not disappointed by the theatrical experience of seeing this on the big screen. Because there was a part of me that was afraid that I had built this up so much in my head over the past couple of months since I heard about the Fathom event. Mm -hmm. That was like, is this going to live up to my expectations or is it just going to feel like I'm watching the movie at home? And thankfully, it did add a different experience to watching this movie that I have seen countless times.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. You know, the other day I went over onto uh, onto DC Universe and started. I watched Pretty Poison, oh good first Poison of... Ivy episode, and I was just like, ah, oh, I just I can't like. It's awesome to see it in HD, but also HD like you can see the flaws so much better. Like where the the ears don't match up with where the head is, and sometimes they're <laughs> like I don't know. It looks like their the the ink is a little too thick on their eyes or something. You just can't really make out. And I was I was really afraid that it was going to be like this here and it was every once in a while but I mean it was still solid I it's it's, it's hard for me to like uh be completely just objective about it though because I'm so I'm so wrapped up in Batman the animated series
0: I mean, it's still there's still the 10-year-old inside of us watching this remembering what it was like watching this after school when mm-hmm. we were 10 but as a 10-year-old I was still going like that eye looks weird <laughs>
1: Um. <laughs> but I, I love the backgrounds. I love. I love how they they painted all that stuff on on black paper. And oh, yeah. I'm mm. sorry for everyone who lost their life over that. I don't know. Do you know about that? I do not know about that. Um. I I heard about it on. I think it was Batman on Batman where they were saying like they were like I think Bruce Tim was talking about it to to Kevin Smith and was saying that they were producing it on on black paper until like finally. um, like the animators or someone called and said, "Please stop do, it, stop having us do this. This is killing us," oh and it was like literally killing people. Wow. I like, wow. so? I I something about like producing the black paper or just like I don't I don't know I don't know they were this I don't remember how exactly. Wow. It was causing some sort of lung problems or something. That I could believe. Okay. <laughs>
0: so stop, you've now given me something to go home and Google. And <laughs> I
1: really hope that I didn't just dream off that.
0: Because <laughs> if you did, that's very morbid, Dave. It is,
1: but it's not. It's not a cool I story of, though. Yeah. No.
0: Okay. Okay. So you were saying that the 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 the, the story was a little bit hard. To get through but you dug the story i was kind of curious what elements of the what elements of this movie in particular appealed to you as someone who was no you had no real preconceived notions going into this
2: right yeah i mean like the only the only thing that i had heard about the movie is uh from a previous episode of dc on screen where jason was talking about um you will cry oh yeah and uh I didn't cry, so I can never take care of Jason's puppy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? The, but... this, the scene that gets most of us, well, especially when we first saw it, was the whole, um, I, didn't, I never expected to be happy.
2: Yeah. Mm. That yeah.
0: flashback scene at the graveyard. Yeah. It's like, maybe they already tell you it's okay. Maybe they sent me. That's the scene usually that gets most of us to go, oh, my God, Bruce, <laughs> Andrea. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's, for me specifically, I you know, I want this to be, I want it to be okay. Please tell me it's okay. I didn't mean to be happy. Or I didn't, I expected to be happy. That's.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, um, I, I thought the story, I thought the story was cool. Um, I thought it was cool how he just how bruce just kind of happens upon andrea and then she ends up like eventually um kind of linking back to batman and Mm -hmm. the joker and
1: did you expect spoilers did you expect her to be (laughs) phantasm
2: no i legitimately thought it was her dad okay good yeah i didn't think it was her
0: when i'm curious when did when did the light bulb click for you
2: (laughs) Um, when the Joker said lady.
0: Okay, wow. Good job. I'm
2: glad the movie did its job. Yeah. You you
1: you wanna know you wanna know one of the really horrible problems for being who I am and probably Scott too. We knew the Phantasm was, I bet. I know I did because of the toys. Oh
2: wow No, I didn't.
1: You didn't? I I didn't know. That's awesome. See, when I, I'm like, I'm standing at like Walmart or Kmart or something, I'm looking at the Phantasm toy, and you could take off its mask, and it was Andrea, and I'm like, you wow. sons of bitches! That is
2: a huge spoiler. <laughs> Man. Oh,
0: and, and by the way, you know Jerks. what they try to do to help trick you? The same actor who voiced the father is the voice. Of the phantasm,
2: oh, they yeah, do that. That's they did cool. that.
0: Yeah, they did that intentionally. So the modulated voice you hear is phantasm is the same actor who played the dad.
2: Yeah, that's yep. neat. I saw that in the credits. That you know, like both of the credits went to that guy. Mm-hmm. That's neat.
0: I'm 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 very I'm very happy that the movie fooled her actually. Yeah, I am too.
2: Yeah, definitely did. Oh, speaking of the credits. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> So I was delighted in that, like, early 90s cheesy way because I love it. I love cheesy 80s stuff. I love cheesy 90s stuff. And the song in the end credits was pretty awful and just, like, (laughs) reeked of the 90s. And I was like, ah, this is some, like, Tony Braxton crap. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Except it was Tia Carrera.
2: (laughs) Tia Carrera. Like, wait, what? Tina Carrere.
1: that is that so out, that is so outside of what <laughs> the the animated series and all of that does yeah. is just it always
0: like I know it's there, but every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, I forgot I forgot how bad it was I know Dave said that to it's me really during the funny. credits like I forgot how bad the incorrect music was I was like dave, I've never forgotten as soon as soon as that. As soon as that like as soon as like that soprano saxophone or whatever that thing is kicks in yeah. with that Kenny G 90s soft jazz yeah. flavor and it's like no this no give me Shirley Walker some more give Absolutely. me some give me some orchestra which even that wow. was funny to
1: me because Shirley Walker and the orchestra is always so amazing on the show i feel like they didn't really up their game at all they just brought in some some ladies to go Ooh.
0: but it did make it sound more epic it did it did I mean especially the I feel like they used more uh, percussion in the movie like the the really deep like the drums yeah yeah, I can see that they brought in more drums because the music sounded even and I've always felt this. The, the music sounds even darker for the movie mm-hmm. than you would normally get on the on the television show. But you've also got to remember that this movie was originally planned just to be a direct-to-video release. Mm-hmm. And halfway through production, the executives went, "Oh, by the way, we're releasing it theatrically." And then, of course, you mm-hmm. know, Paul Dini, Alan Burnett, Bruce Tim, Eric Rodomsky, the whole gang just lost their shit because yeah. they were like, "What?" And they should.
1: They should. That's a terrible thing to throw on somebody.
0: Yeah. Which is funny. Do you, you do know that on the on the Blu-ray now you can get the wide sc- You can get like the four by three television mm-hmm. uh, format. And you can get the widescreen format, and they actually say watch the four by three because it was supposed to be a home video release. Mm-hmm. You actually see more of the screen. With the t, and the widescreen screen actually cut stuff off because yeah. it wasn't. It was supposed hmm. to be just viewed on our little televisions from the nineties. It was yeah. never supposed to be seen on a big screen.
1: That kind of stuff drives me nuts. Hulu does that to Seinfeld. They Aww. cut off the tops of the tops and bottom of the screen and just center it. No. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: it's really bothersome.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so. Any, uh, so, I just, I'm really interested in with Bethany, I mean, because she's the one who hasn't seen this movie yeah. before. I mean, what else, I mean, what else, I mean, things you like, things you didn't like, I mean, really, it's all fair game um, at this point.
2: Let's see, I loved Alfred. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alfred was great, I loved, <laughs> I loved his expressions and his reactions to things, and he kept walking up on uh, Andrea and Bruce making out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, I love
1: great. the 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 <laughs> creators for this thing i I love their sense of comedic timing. they it's the same in the animated series, yeah. I would say. No
0: yes. Well, th- this this movie has one of my favorite Alfred lines of the entire series, which is the when Al- when Bruce says, "You think you know everything about me, don't you?" And he goes, "I die for your bottom. I bloody well up to, sir."
1: <laughs> yep, I like I like that one. I, I, I much prefer the, like, "No, you're the picture of, of of sanity." By the way, I put away your tights and your <laughs> <whatever>. exploding gas <laughs> balls. Floating <laughs> gas balls. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, oh, Ephraim F- F- Sympolish Jr. is the best. Oh, almost the best, because Mark Hamill steals every scene he's in in this movie. I was
0: talking about his Alfred, though. like He's the oh, best yeah, Alfred. Oh, yeah. Every, okay, everybody
1: who was ever in the animated series was the best whatever character they were that ever existed.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so you loved Alfred. Mm-hmm. What else?
2: Um, I loved the way Joker killed that guy who came to him for help.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Val- Valestra. Yes. Yeah.
2: That was awesome. What? That was I'm... cool to just like all of a sudden see him in the chair with yeah. like his mouth just forced open.
0: I'm kind of curious because you're y- you're enjoying the the dark stuff. Were you <laughs> amazed at some of the maturity in this movie for what was essentially a movie version of an after school TV show?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, what what kind of stood
0: out? What I'm mean, as someone who didn't know what to expect. I mean, what were some of the things that maybe took you by surprise or delighted you in that? Wow, they. They didn't pull any punches on
2: this. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. I guess. Uh, Joker killing that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, and then like in the in the beginning, um, uh, when another one of the the guys who was killed was like in that parking deck and mm-hmm. just like went off the side of it and into the other building. Yeah. And it also helped me realize one of my biggest fears now. <laughs> Not enough <laughs> parking deck. Yeah. Oh
1: wow. That's okay. always been one of my biggest fears. <laughs> I
2: know. I always see guardrails and I'm like, I don't. That doesn't look like it would hold my car. <laughs> when, when I
1: was a kid, I used to have to get allergy shots and we would have to park in like the Jackson Hospital parking deck. So like when I watched this, that was like when I was like eight or nine and I would always freak out about the parking deck because my mom drives like a bat out of hell. <laughs> and when I saw this movie, I like clenched my seat and I was like, it's happening. <laughs>
2: It can happen in here. It can happen in real life.
0: I just that's asked for the good. fact that there was that cool theremin that always was like part of the Phantasms theme. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That thing was creepy. That's great. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm a, You always got me Was how much blood is in this movie. That is...
1: Yeah. We didn't see that much blood again until the show moved over to WB.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't allowed to do... Yeah. They weren't allowed to do blood. But, I mean, man, they get cut. They get scraped. Joker gets a tooth knocked out. Yeah. It, yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... I, I love the bit where, uh, and Bethany actually laughed really hard at this when he is on the phone and he thinks he's killed Fan- uh, Andrea, and he's like, the phone is just swinging back and forth, and you can hear him, operator, excuse me, I think my party's been disconnected. Yeah, you laughed so hard, I was so happy.
0: That's always been a great line. Yeah, that was great.
2: So, and then he gets really tickled at himself, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So how much, how much does this movie make you want to watch Batman the animated series?
2: Um, it does make me want to watch it more than before I saw the movie.
1: Cause I've I've been kind of picking at you oh, for years.
2: You haven't been picking at me. You really super duper want me to watch it. Yeah, but you know <laughs> I
1: I feel like I don't you know attack you with it because right. I'm not like, like you know. did with Doctor Who. Well, no, your sister did with Doctor Who. I did with Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you watched all of Star Trek.
2: Yeah. You guys all were twenty
1: one seasons of yeah. it or so. So I ain't mad at you. And I got you into Arrow and all that stuff. You watch all of that stuff, mm-hmm. which to be let's be honest, some weeks that is a chore. <laughs> yeah.
2: But still overall, my life is better for it.
1: You're lying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, will, I will I will say Bethany is I will warn you there are some clunkers in the like the first 20 25 episodes there's mm-hmm. there's some clunkers yeah. in there but it, it is it is worth the time and investment it it, it is one of those watermarks of television animation like mm. it, it mm. made an impact neat that is still felt today so yeah that's cool and, yeah i
2: mean a lot of people uh who are adults now talking about um like different different people who have played batman the joker and whoever i mean like a lot of them still always go back to kevin conroy and mark hamill
1: oh yeah and they're still that, doing I mean, it they're still doing it yeah. yeah they just they were just playing those same characters on Justice League action That's which dope. as far as I know isn't isn't wrapped up into the continuity with
0: any of this oh no it's, it's it yeah. is completely its own thing but it's the same way that Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill did the the, the Arkham games it's like they mm-hmm. which is its own thing but you you get those two together and it adds legitimacy legitimacy to any kind of Batman project you do yeah like like you said you get adults who, after 26 years, are like, if it's not Kevin Conroy or Mark Hamill, they scoff at it. Mm.
1: Right. Which, you know, I, I know that, you know, certain ki- versions of the characters in Justice League action are different from the Justice League show that was in this continuity. Um, I just didn't know if they, like, ever... And you can spoil it for me. You can tell me. Do they ever do, like, any <laughs> kind of, like multi-universe crossover thing. Because, you know, like, Batman, uh, Brave and the Bold, often, like, you would see, like, Kevin Conroy's Batman show up in the background as part of, like, the Batman or whatever.
0: There is an epi- I will. This is where I'll spoil for you. There is an episode with Batman and Blue Beetle that does involve uh, a, a time travel aspect. Mm-hmm. And there is a homage to Batman, the animated series. Okay. But nothing that suggests that there is any... Continuity connection besides the voices.
1: Because, you know, Brave and the Bold, they opened a portal. You saw Kevin Conroy and Wilfred
0: El's Batman come through that portal. (laughs) Yes, you did. No, they. Justice League Action has not Brave and Bolded it yet.
1: Okay, all right. Well, Brave and the Bold is like my second favorite Batman series of all time. It
0: is so good, and it's, it's, it's amazing the show that I gave absolutely no credence to whatsoever when it was on air, and mm-hmm. I discovered it on home video when I was like, this is brilliant. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. What else? Do you have anything else? I mean, I have talked about this movie ad nauseum and the animated series. I, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Like I said, listen to Bethany talk about it and get her impressions yeah. from it. it has been really... I just, Bethany, this is by no means an insult, but I'm just like, it just blows my mind. Like, (laughs) this is it. Like, this is your first and so far only experience of this. And I'm just like, how is
2: that possible? (laughs) Yeah. I know. I don't know how it's possible either. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because I was like, I have always been so into watching TV and so into watching movies. It's not like I'm one of those kids where it was like, no, we didn't have a TV until I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched, I watched TV a lot of times when I was younger. Like as soon as I woke up, I would turn it on and have it on something while I was getting ready for school. Yeah. So I don't know. I was, no idea.
1: Was this your first time seeing Mark Hamill as the Joker or have um, you have you seen it somewhere else?
2: Did he voice the Joker in The Killing Joke?
0: Yes, he did. And Kevin Conroy was Batman. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: Yeah, okay. So I saw The Killing Joke. All right. Last year?
0: No, no, that was... A couple years ago. A couple years ago.
2: Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that.
1: All right, yeah. I guess, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, because we all all got together for that. Yeah, we did.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: No Jason this time. Uh, He's his child, yeah. Yeah, I know. I love my children at home. That's just... (laughs)
2: That's how I roll.
1: (laughs) Alright, well, um... Final thoughts. When you want to start watching the animated series, babe. At <laughs> <laughs> the think...
2: least, we have to finish Doctor Who first.
1: Oh. No. <laughs> you mean, like, all the old stuff, too?
2: Oh, I don't think so.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: There probably... Do you guys have DC... I probably need a break. Do
1: you guys have DC Universe? Jason and I share it. <laughs> there you go. Okay.
0: You know what I think we need, like give let her do an episode a day. I mean it's only gonna be 20, 22, <laughs> 23 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it just it, just kind of slowly. It's it's like it's it's like you know a, a vaccine. We're just gonna inoculate yeah. her until she's just. Can as you almost obs- say it's like a poison? No. <laughs> I was gonna go to say that, but I, that's not what I meant. But we gotta like we gotta infect her with the love for the series like we
1: do. It just sounds like you're you're talking about like slipping our little poison every day to immunize
0: her. Well, you did mention the Poison Ivy episode, so I'm just saying. You know. Yeah, it's a great episode. <laughs> it is a great episode.
2: And then, by the end of watching the animated series, I will be some version of Harley Quinn. I will just have gone slightly crazy. Work. And that works for me. No? <laughs> yeah, that's cool.
1: Um... And then by the end of Justice League (laughs) Unlimited.
0: (laughs) Five, six shows later.
1: (laughs) Here's a little episode called Epilogue. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Such a good episode.
2: We might, uh, I think, didn't you ask me? Was this the show you asked me about the other day? Like, if there was a trade-off? Like, if I watch the animated series, like, if there was something...
1: No, that was MASH.
2: Oh, for MASH. Okay. <laughs> I'm working
1: okay. on her all the time about new right. All right. Because we had a deal worked out <coughs> where, like, I wanted her to watch Rick and Morty. And she wanted me to watch New Girl. Okay. <laughs> and so we traded. We were like, all right, I'll watch New Girl if you watch Rick and Morty. Uh, and I watched New Girl, and my God, what a... Beautiful show. It's why one of the reasons I'm excited. Jake Johnson is Spider-Man and into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> uh, I just I love that character. I love yep. most of the characters on that show. Not the new girl. I don't really care for
2: her. Zoe. Zoe <laughs> Deschanel. Yeah. yeah, she was she was my least favorite character. I I didn't hate her, but she was my least favorite character. I think like yeah. all of the guys were my favorite.
0: Yeah. I was always just disappointed that the African-American guy was replaced after the pilot.
2: Oh, I, Damon Wayans
0: Jr.? I liked him. In the, I, liked the, I liked the guy in the pilot. He comes back from yeah. time to time. Oh, good. Okay. There's, a, there's an entire yeah. season where he's there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to go back and watch it then. Oh, okay. yeah. And the
1: guy who, that replaced him is just brilliant. Mama Warren. Okay. <laughs> My favorite character on the entire show. Yeah,
2: playing Winston. I yeah, can't remember any of their I'm names name. in real
1: life. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah, but yeah, maybe there's Jake is, Johnson.
2: Maybe there's a trade-off. Maybe it's like like Batman the animated the animated series for me and uh, the How to Train Your Dragon series for oh, you. Oh,
1: that's never gonna happen.
2: That's <laughs> good. Oh,
1: it's gonna be so hard. <laughs> you know what though? There, you when you were watching this latest How to Train Your Dragon series, you did fall asleep to some, and I wound up just standing there for like twenty minutes at a time watching it. So <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Is possible.
0: <laughs> I Dave, I would say make whatever sacrifice is necessary <laughs> to get her to watch Batman the Series. I know.
1: I know. Take
0: one for the team.
1: I mean, you know. I'm I'm pretty easily entertained. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll come up with a good trade off.
1: <laughs> but what am I gonna do for Mash now? <laughs>
2: There's always going to be TV.
1: There will always be TV. We will
2: always find yeah. something to trade. Like, and another trade. Maybe again. I'll keep
1: watching Riverdale. Maybe <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll keep watching <laughs> Riverdale if you just you watch Match. We were, like, super psyched about it in the first season. And it was good second, in the first season. The second and the, the current third season are just like, what is happening?
1: It's so bad. What? It's so bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and do you love... Oh. Sorry, it's, I, it's not a Riverdale podcast, but I don't know. It really bothers me that they're calling the, what is it, Griffins and Gargoyles game, that crap. There's like G&G. We yeah. Call G&G. I
0: don't, I don't watch Riverdale, so, so I can't stupid. contribute to Riverdale. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's bad, man. You, you don't need to watch Riverdale.
0: <laughs> I don't have to, but my wife does, so there you go. Yeah. Or watch the first season and then just stop. stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've done those shows. I know the heroes. Uh, Watch the first season and stop. Absolutely.
1: Oh,
2: geez. Yep.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yep. Don't all believe right. the reboot.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, um, I think that's it. I think that's all we've got. I think
0: that's all we got.
1: All right. Well, present <laughs> Dave is going to pop in and say some stuff about social media and <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye. Bye. As promised, Dave of the present here. Thanks to Scott of the suicide squad cast for staying out on a rainy school night to record with us when a warm bed clearly waited for him he tweets at scott dc 27 and you can find his show at suicidesquadcast.com thanks to my wife bethany for coming with us and agreeing to be a part of the show and thank you for listening and remember you are more than welcome to rate and review this show on itunes or anywhere else that that, that will let you i mean i i think stitcher does uh, But uh, it's hard to get to, just like with iTunes. It's a pain in the ass. Look, just be sure to subscribe. Share our show out to everyone you think will enjoy it. And if you'd like to chat with us, we tweet at DC On Screen. I tweet at David C. Robertson. Uh, Same usernames for Instagram, by the way. And we implore you, come join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash DC On Screen Podcast. There will be a link in the description. Until next time, though, keep some DC on your screen. Keep it. DC universe is here. There's no there's no reason not to now. There's no excuse. God help us. God help us all.
0: It is not for me to know.
1: Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, can be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast, Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and a social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more.
0: I maladjusted. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder Donut. <coughs>